Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Before we get started, I want to make a public service announcement. This is a public service announcement from Donathan. Yes. Hi, I'm Donathan. You might know me from such episodes as the Slenderman stabbings, fun with Aleister Crowley, and Joe Metheny's meat check. <laughs> and Joe Metheny's meat check. <laughs> I'm speaking specifically to anyone who was born before the year 1983. <laughs> I know where it's going. <laughs> if you go on TikTok, uh, an app that should not be used by anyone over the age of 30, uh, you might come across ads on your TikTok page. Um, if you were foolhardy enough to buy something off of those ads on TikTok, um, you deserve everything that you get. Uh, I say this as someone who has bought something off of a TikTok ad. Never do that. Joel. I will never ever do that. Ever do that again. If you see something you like on a Facebook or an Instagram or a TikTok or in any social media app, you Google the thing mm -hmm. yeah. and you find a reputable seller of the thing. Well, here's the thing. that uh, I bought a hat off of TikTok that I thought looked really, really cool for $40. Uh, I looked the hat up on Google. The actual company that makes it is a company called Blade Hats. Uh-huh. That hat is at the cheapest, $599. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not... And they stole their picture. Oh, yeah. And posted it for their ad. Mm-hmm. And then they sent you a... Literally a party Cardboard city. felt. Yeah. Yep. It looks like a cardboard Duct tape a party city fucking pimp hat. It doesn't even look like a cowboy hat. I, looks... Can I actually can I screenshot the message that you sent and post it in the Discord? You're going to anyways. <laughs> okay, well no, I was gonna ask, but <laughs> if if that's the attitude, I'll just start doing it without asking. <laughs> I have been fucking ridiculed since Friday. I've had Cindy tell me, I told you, I told you don't do that. I told you. And when Brandon came in, I was like, I got to show you something. And I showed him the picture of what the hat was supposed to look like. And he got this huge shitting and grin on his face. He goes, is this your wish hat? Is this the Timu hat? <laughs> Oof. You know, Don, I do feel bad for you that you got scammed, but also... He flamed you. He oh, did he, flame you. He oh, got <laughs> Yeah. My my son is definitely my worst critic critic now. Or you built your own kryptonite. I did. I did. He got that from Cindy. So so that's my public service announcement. Welcome everybody to Campfire Tales. I am Donathan. I'm um not Donathan. There you go. 
Uh, I'm Josh, also known as the guy who sells scam hats. Scam hats. Scam likely. Um, <gasps> fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So. I'm um, actually. <laughs> is, it, is it um or well, actually? I think it's, it's well, well actually. actually. Yeah. Um, actually is the video game show on Dropout. Not the video game. The, uh, like, the game trivia show. game show yeah. thing. So I just came across an article that I thought was really cool. Um, from a uh, website called Thought Catalog. And it was 30, I don't know if we're going to get to all of them, 31 famous quotations you've been getting wrong. I do like I do like telling people when their quotes are wrong. Yes, well. Yeah, uh, me too. Like, in, in particular, blood is thicker than water. Y'all. That's one of my favorites to correct. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> curiosity killed the cat. Mm-hmm. That's There's a, a lot that I didn't know was like, oh, wow. We'll get I can't uh-huh. believe we don't have the full Curiosity gets, Kills the Cat one because it rhymes and is fun to say. Like, <laughs> I know. I don't know how that happens. It kind, it's a slant rhyme, but. Well, oh, God. Listen it's to still a rhyme. fucking English nerd. <laughs> it's a slant rhyme. It's it a slant rhyme. Rhyme. Um, actually, just so you know. I would never buy a hat from the online. It's a, it's a, <laughs> the only other, I only know iambic pentameter. About poetry. Yeah. I don't even know what I am pentameter is. Something about five lines, mm-hmm. syllables, some shit. It's what Shakespeare wrote in yeah. for some stuff. So the first one is great minds think alike. So this is actually a short. Oh, I love this one. This is actually a shorter version of a longer quote of which there are two versions. For the full quote, you want to say great minds think alike, small minds rarely differ. Or great minds think alike and fools seldom differ. That's the one I know. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, this article was written by Nico Lang. Uh, ten years ago, actually. Uh, the next one is be the change you wish to see in the world. Now, according to the New York Times, Gandhi himself never said this. The phrase itself is simplify is a simplified idea from his works that boils down his words to a nice bumper sticker. What he actually said was... As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. We need not wait to see what others do. Mm. And then we've already mentioned curiosity kills the cat. Satisfaction brought him back. Right. Uh-huh. So literally, it's saying, you know, be curious, but it, you know. Be curious. It'll it'll fuck you, but then it'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so the popular version is, again, a bridge from a longer statement. Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. The last half of the phrase drastically changes it because the cat gets to live now. (laughs) That's the best way of saying that. That's so good. The cat gets to live now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The next one is money is the root of all evil. The... Love of money. Yes. This quote comes from the uh, chapter 10... Billionaires, you fucks! Anyway. Chapter 6, verse 10 of First Timothy, and the full version is, the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. It's a pretty close adaptation, uh. but adds the definitiveness that it's, the original is lacking. The Bible suggests that money is a cause of evil, but hardly the only one. It's almost like, it's almost like people who wrote holy texts were trying to put forth a truth into the world, mm-hmm. and other people twisted those words in such a way that we allowed the billionaire class to come to power anyway. (laughs) 
What's uh, the next quote, Don? <laughs> <laughs> Rome. So it's I think the the first moment that I ever had in my life where I was like, oh, we should actually eat the rich was uh, when I was living in that trap house. I was paying $650 a month to live in a... A, a hovel. I, it was a hovel. It, it was It a, was barely a it, building. It, it was a hermitage, yes. It, yeah. It, it was piled... It literally sagging down around you. It yes. was bad. It was awful, awful. $650 a month to live I would in have that god-awful place. I would have shat a brick. Dude, there were so many. I don't think you were ever there when it rained. Uh, I don't think I was. The, the whole house went into action mode if we heard some thunder. Because <laughs> uh, we would have to get like two trash cans, a couple of buckets, and a pan uh, yeah, to yeah. put under various leaks in the roof every single time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at a point, we stopped paying rent there, and the landlord just forgot. Like, he forgot the place existed. Finally, he <laughs> realized, and he put a notice on the door that was like, please pay rent again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even ask for back rent. Wow. Uh, but anyway, I, I woke up one day. I um, I can't believe you had a landlord. <laughs> I, I, we might I, as like, well have just been squatting. Yeah, man. for real. We, we basically were for quite some time. It, the most punk household that I ever lived in, for sure. But one, one day... Everyone who's real in that life should live in that house for like a yeah, month. Uh-huh. Less, maybe. But like, oh, get the experience. It's, genuinely, I would not trade the years that I lived in that house for the world. But uh, I woke up one day, and it had started raining while everyone was asleep. And that was the day that uh, the leak finally sprung above where my bed was uh-huh. at the time. So I woke up to the bed next to me being wet and before i was just like stunned in anger for a moment and i was like why are we not dragging the rich into the streets and then i stepped back out of it and i went and i got my pan and i went back to sleep and then i woke up and i was changed i never snapped out of it like that's what i mean i snapped out of it for that moment but i woke up and it it, it had become deep-seated bro for real if it gets much worse i will be arrested as a political dissident like (laughs) i'm not fucking around like i i am I've realized recently that I am fucking close to an anarchist, like, <laughs> like a hair's breadth away. <laughs> it, like, it's crazy. You, you would like Pat the Bunny. Who? Pat the Bunny. I don't know. It's the, I've showed you a few of his songs. He's a folk punk artist. Is, he's, it, is it the guy that did the Alex Jones one? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Uh, he's, he's the one that uh, had the lyric that you really liked. It was... Uh, he had a couple of lyrics that you really liked. One of them was, uh, we're not alive as long as there's a prison guard still breathing. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I do like that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's even if you don't like the music very much, which I can't blame anybody for because he's not a good singer. <laughs> um, if I hadn't grown up with Gerald Mayner, yeah, I would yeah, be exactly. a punk. I'm, I'm a punk kid at heart, but with... <laughs> but with the rap from the 60s in New York. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, and as we've discussed before, same shit. Fuck uh-huh. the government. Fuck the pigs. Let me live my life. Eat my dick. That kind of shit, you yeah. know. So the next quote is, Rome wasn't built in a day. Now, this phrase was adapted into English in the 16th century from a medieval French proverb, and there are a number of different versions that are floating around. In addi- um, 
It is the... F- oh, sorry, I, I want to guess. I want to see if I know this one. Okay. Is, but it fell in a night? Close. Uh, in addition to how we know it, there's another great version. Rome wasn't built in a day, but it burned in one. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. The next one, I'd never heard of this. The only That's a good fucking reminder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good fucking reminder, because listen, um, the billionaires didn't get all their money in a day, but they can sure lose it in less than one. Yep. So the next one, the only traditions of the Royal Navy are rum, sodomy, and the lash. I've never heard what of that. Also, I have I have what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking hold on. Turn off your ADHD for a second. We got to go back. <laughs> the only traditions of the Royal Navy are rum, sodomy, and the lash. That sounds like a fucking wow. great nightclub. <laughs> rum, sodomy, and the lash is sounds the ghost like strokes. A <laughs> That's ghost strokes like sensual album. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> they tried to go quiet storm. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Slow funk or uh, uh, it's R&B like they soul. they tried to copy Polyphia. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another. Now apparently this is a real quote, but it was misquoted. Uh, this is another common misattribution. Although the quote has long been sourced as one of Winston Churchill's many famous oh, famous I, phrases, I it actually came from his assistant and private secretary, Sir Anthony Montague Brown. Montague Montague Brown. Uh, however, no one. Uh, Never one to let wit go unrecognized. Reports state that Churchill later claimed he would have liked to have actually said it. Mm. Yeah, Churchill seems kind of like the kind of affable jackass yeah. that would say that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, like Mark. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that to Mark. I mean, listen. Shout out Mark. Mark hit 100 monthly listeners on Spotify, and he got verified. He got his blue check. Too. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we dude. We know a blue check mark now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Mark, but you used to be a jackass. <laughs> like <laughs> Mark has made so much emotional oh, progress yeah, oh. in just the past few oh, years. Oh, my God. I remember one year he fucking... Uh, went to a Halloween party dressed as house. That's what happens. Uh-huh. When, so, I mean, that was his icon. So, well, not his icon, it's, but everybody, he just kind of looks like Hugh Laurie. It's, it's also not really his fault. Like he was young, but he looked like he was my age, but he's yes. young dude. Like it, comparatively, it was, it was so weird. Cause so of I, course he's going to be a dick when he's a teenager. We I all look like I look, you know, Mark is only like two years older than me. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, it's, he's just always looked like a full grown man. Exactly. So it's, you know, I met him when I was 18 and he was 20 or 21. Yeah. Cause he's I like met a little more than two years. I think still a teenager. Yeah. So like, of course I'm going to think he's a dick cause I'm an older teenager meeting a younger teenager. But of course, we're both gonna be dicks because yeah, we're exactly. teenagers. <laughs> That's how teenagers work. I had there's a quote from a book series that I read, Mistborn, that um, one of the one of the characters goes, "I have raised." many teenage daughters and none of them are stable and that's <laughs> that's just how teenage works what's the uh, people like to say life begins at conception no life begins at like 25 when your sense of empathy fully develops <laughs> a comedian i I've, I've probably heard of him christopher titus mm-hmm. he was talking about you know the he was talking about abortion and you know he made the comment you know that he felt you know you shouldn't abort a baby because you never know what if that baby turns out to be another Martin Luther King or something, but, but we should be allowed late term abortions 
up to 21 years old. That you're trying so hard to make me talk about my favorite young adult series called Unwound, which is about that exact thing, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not <laughs> going to do it. Why? It never stops him. Ever. Even once. <laughs> That's, I've talked about it at length on the show before. I'm good. Oh. So, like, um, Lex, Lex Be Better messaged me about it on the hmm. page one oh, yeah, time, our, and it was our, great. I appreciated it. Our new Thanks, patron, the pretties the the series uh, is called like uglies or pretties or something like that yeah that one's also pretty good a very similar concept of it's, like i really need to reread unwound i actually i was rereading it when we went on the north carolina trip i, th- I reread the entire first book mm. but lee dobbins our new uh-huh. patron um she's she actually joined and said that l-e-i-g-h or l-e-e l-e-i nice she made the comment that uh we made we said something we didn't have a patron from Alabama. Uh-huh. But she's from Alabama. So oh, poor girl. Alabama. Poor girl. Oh, and while we're at it, we'll go ahead and do this because we know no one ever listens to the end of the show. We have a new patron. Listen, if she's in Alabama listening to me, she can't be that bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like, no, no. Alabama that's, can't be that bad. That's what I mean. Is she's she's suffering for being there, I'm sure. Unless she there are a few cool parts of Alabama, but I'll I mean never there's be pockets of resistance everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, we got a new patron. He joined uh, this past week. Hey. Adam Heitland or Heitland, H e i t l a n d Heitland. Heitland, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam Heitland, thank you for joining. Yay! And we'll use this little brief interlude here. If you are uh, wanting to help us monetarily, we do have a patron. patreoncom slash slash two towns over. We have. Five different tiers starting at two dollars, mm-hmm. all the way 20. up to twenty. Yeah. I'm trying. I think Patreon just did a thing where you can be on Patreon without, like, for free as a social platform now. Yeah, uh, we should look into that because I think it could that could be a good move, dude. I'm we'll just see what trying happens. to get everything over to Discord now. Don't. <laughs> I, we'll Speaking see. of which, our, our Discord is open. We'll now. see yeah. what happens. My my suggestion would be to move from Facebook to a free Patreon so that it's just you go to the same page yeah. and you get all the Facebook stuff and then you can get your extras. And then we're forcing them to go to our Patreon. Maybe they'll (laughs) accidentally click the pledge button. Yes. Um, So the next quote. You know, I don't like capitalism, (laughs) but I know how to play. The next quote is, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend your death to, to the death your right to say it. Now, this apparently was attributed to Voltaire. Uh, um, if you've ever heard the phrase the best of all possible worlds, you've heard, heard it because Voltaire popularized it, uh, the, the Leibniz adage in candidate, some French word, the philosopher's attempt to theorize evil away. However, Voltaire never said the above his most famous quote. It was written by Evelyn Beatrice Hall a century later. Who? Evelyn Beatrice Hall. That's a... That's a good name. That's a good ass name. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down for D and D. I'm about to look her up. Write that down for Call of Cthulhu. I guess yeah. depending on the Evelyn year, Beatrice Hall. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the next one is she. The, be- she betrays us. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. The end justifies <laughs> the means. Evelyn. Although this concept is introduced in Niccolo Machiavelli's The Prince. Okay, that's why it's not. She's the one who wrote under the pseudonym um, S- Stephen G. Talentire or Talentier. She was an English writer best known for her biography of Voltaire, entitled The Life of Voltaire. Mm. So The End Justifies the Means uh, is introduced in Nico Machiavelli's The Prince. The statement itself is never used. The adage itself dates back to Ovid's 
Herodes. Herodes. Huh? It's a Greek. Herodes. Um, that seems close. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's was probably composed... a, a combination of like a hero story and yeah. a comedy. Uh, which was composed in 10 BC. Now, Machiavelli himself said one must consider the final result. However, the gist of that is markedly different and less declar- declarative. Yeah, I've never liked uh, the ends justifies the means as a as a catch-all. They rarely do. They very rarely do. Very rarely. So, like, one, one that I remember specifically was uh, when Halo 4 came out. That was where the games really started, like, addressing the lore uh, behind how the Spartan program came to be. Yeah. And the books were addressing it at this point, uh, where Catherine Halsey led the... I know because of Brian David Gilbert. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I fucking... I listened to that video at work the other day. I love I it. I love it so it's much. So, he's so good. I love him. I miss him. Me too. Uh, he makes his own content now. I know, but it's short now. And I, I have Not I mean, all of my... it. Not all of it. He oh, did is one, it He did one about uh, American insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> very good. Yeah, it was very funny. Oh, yeah? Um, okay, okay. And my brother and I were playing it together, and it was grappling with how horrific it was when they were creating the Spartan program, where the the Spartan program was made to crush rebellions, and it was made from kidnapped orphans that were turned into super soldiers and replaced with clones that were given back to the families and died. Truly horrific crimes against humanity. And uh, there was a point where they were like, was it all really worth it? The Covenant were a convenient excuse to have the Spartans, but they were really just to crush a rebellion. And uh, my brother was like, yeah, the ends justify the means. And I'm like, no, no, they don't. (laughs) They do not. So the next misattributed uh, quote is the only two certainties in life are death and taxes. Do you know what? That's a Ben Franklin, right? No. No, uh, people think it is. I would like to just say about the ends justify the means. Uh, people will say that all day, every day, until it's them ending to justify my means. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? So get get it together. <laughs> it's Mind you, my brother was a much younger person when he said that, so. Sure. I, I think I was like 13. Sure, I mean that's valid, but I was just saying, like in general, you know. I know the people I know, I who just said, like... I just said that my brother said that, and I don't yeah, want yeah. people to think that it was like last week. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. In 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 real like in real life, adults who say that shit don't understand that one day, like that they are the ones that we want to eat. Mm-hmm. Like they're the people who are fucking it up right now. Yep. Sorry. Uh, it wasn't Ben Franklin. It was actually attributed to Mark Twain. And really? it's funny because they're lucky that the people who are opposing them don't believe that the ends justify the means. Uh-huh. So Mark Twain said a lot of things during his lifetime, but this phrase was not one of them. The quote was misattributed to him because it sounds like something he might say. However, versions of the quote were written by both Christopher Bullock and Edward Ward. In 17- Edward Ward? Edward Ward. Yeah, Edward Ward. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, in 1716, Bullock claimed, "'Tis impossible to be sure of anything but death and taxes," and Ward agreed. He wrote in Dancing Devils in 1724, "'Death and taxes, they are certain.'" And we're going to do one more, um, and then we we'll probably get three episodes out of this. Hell yeah. 
The next one and the last one we're going to do today is there's a sucker born every minute. Now, this phrase is commonly attributed to P.T. Barnum as an indication of his cynicism about his own work. The way, he was a, the way he was able to dupe people into paying for crap, but it was never said by Barnum. Kind of like Don when he bought his hat. Yes. <laughs> One of Barnum's competitors used it to describe the famous showman's exhibits, and it just kind of stuck. Yep. It's like, it's like if Pepsi was like, there's a sucker born every fucking minute about Coke, and everybody was like, why did you say that, Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Another one of my favorite uh, misquotes is people saying that uh, Einstein, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that was Einstein. Huh. Well, we'll find out when we go back to this article at some other point. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because there was 31, and we did 10, and we're already at... 20 minutes. That sounds about right. Yeah. Our midweeks are so much shorter than our real episodes. I know. It's yeah. By design. It's, it's I know. honestly so but... like light right now because we're going to get a little real for a minute on this week's main episode. Really? Surprisingly, yes. Because uh, we'll get there. I'm genuinely ashamed of myself for not uh, understanding this before, but... <laughs> Well, what, what now I'm excited. What we're referring to right now that you'll hear like a week from yeah. Sunday yeah. is the Ancient Aliens episode that uh, we're about to record right now. Oh, so. yeah, baby. You're going to get to hear me go ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> I should have fixed my hair up. Look Why? At that guy in the memes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The fucking crazy motherfucker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's his name? Do you have it in there? It's like no, Alex Saka something. It's I'm... I I don't touch much on the actual show. It's just the concept. The, the, the concept in general, yeah. Well, and three examples of we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So his name is Giorgio A Tsoukalos. There you go. Of course it is. Or sucks a lot. No. He's Swiss, so that mm. could be what the fuck? Uh, sounds like a Greek name to me, not wow. Swiss. It's but, well, I just want to know. He gets up every morning and actually looks in the mirror and says, "Yeah, this is it." Uh -huh. He might have been born in Switzerland to Greek parents. That is true. Still doesn't explain his hair. Greek parents? What are you talking about? Doesn't explain his hair. Greek people have really curly, frizzy hair, just like black people. Because that's what happens when you grow up in the Mediterranean. And then your whole lineage also does that. It's called evolution. There's a difference between an afro and what that fucker has. His head yeah, head. he's got fuzz. He's got like a fluff puff. <laughs> he's a fucking troll doll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like uh, some of you will know, like John Green when he gets stressed. He, nope. No? no? Fuck me. Really? <laughs> I've heard the name. Y'all don't sure. know Vlogbrothers? No. John and Hank Green? I know Hank Green. Hank Green has is going through cancer treatment right now. I did not know that. He, wow. He's been, yeah, he's, I think he finished up or is about to finish up his last round of chemo. Nice. He's been educating people about lymphoma. Cool. That's because cool. he's a saint. <laughs> so having said that, uh, we're going to wrap up this episode. Fuck cancer. Fuck, Fuck cancer. cancer. God damn it. Fuck the bitchels. 
fuck, silly bitchel. He's getting roasted day by day by Carl Jobs. Like every did time guys, I open YouTube. Did either of you watch the video I sent you guys? Don, it's been in my watch later playlist since the very second it dropped. <laughs> like that the, the Carl Jobs one? I don't know. I, I just th- saw I think Billy it was, Mitchell yes. and I was like, I gotta yeah. get this to the boys. Literally every time I open YouTube, there's like a new every single day a new video from Carl Jobs about how fuck Billy Mitchell. That's because that's what happens when your whole shit falls apart. Your whole yeah. shtick <laughs> of fraudulently suing people falls apart and you get found Billy. out as a liar. Of course, pe- it's going to crumble around you. I don't know what yeah. he expected. So, uh, shout Narcissism out to the, will fuck people. Shout out to the plant babies. Shout, shout out to the plant babies. Uh, be good to yourselves and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.